Welcome to a special Halloween Bleach Boys episode. Ooh. This episode of Bleach Boys, we're going to be talking about multiple Halloween-specific Bleach things. We all watched the Bleach Halloween special, which if you did not watch the Fillers and Bleach, you've missed out because there was a Halloween special. And then we're going to be talking about a couple of, actually, I think it's one long Halloween storyline that happens in Bleach Brave Souls, which is another alternative take on what is everybody doing for Halloween in the Bleach universe. Here's how that worked. We all watched the episode, and then Pythes last time was like, you know what? There's a Halloween special in Bleach Brave Souls. Maybe I'll talk about that. I was like, that sounds great. Pythes, you you do that. Come here. Now, Pythes, I will say I scammed you a little bit because I have played through the sub stories in Bleach, all of them. Across but the board. you didn't read them. They fucking suck. Yeah. All of them across the board fucking suck and they drag. So sorry, Pythes. There there are some really good ones. Uh, there's a Christmas one I like a whole lot. So there are good ones. This one was trash. So you will you will sit there while I talk about it because I I, I earned this content. He's furious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So let's kick it off with some Halloween anime special here because that it was a good episode. It was enjoyable in terms of filler episodes. See, was I it? like when they're kind of one shot, like out of the world. It's not a trying to affect anything. It's just fun. You hear this guy said, was it? Uh, Pythes, can I help you? I did not like this one. Why? Why? Because uh, you hate Joy, huh? That's why. <laughs> no. I thought from previews this was going to be the actual characters dressed up and doing a Halloween party. Instead, it's a weird alternate <laughs> world thing. There's like a so dumb crystal. So this is actually a sequel episode to the Desert Society episode, I believe yep. is what that's called. That episode's awesome. Yeah, so this is the sequel to that one. And just like The Mummy Returns, it's not as good as the first one. Damn. Because <laughs> of the Scorpion even King. mentioned in the beginning, it's like, oh, well, the last stream I was in was this, this one. You didn't like the twist at the end, Pythes? That twist was awesome. I will say that. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about it a little bit. We'll refresh the memory for the audience, the people that don't remember. I believe it was episode 304 of yes, the anime. it was 304. Um, it is the sequel to the Desert Society episode, as we alluded to, which is a uh, kind of Arabian Nights-themed uh, episode of Bleach that happened beforehand. And this is the sequel to Ichigo's kind of a dream-traveling uh, trip, acid trip episodes. This one, he finds himself as Frankenstein, it, uh, actually referred to as Frank and Ichigo. Frank and he's and Ichigo. brought back to life as an android. By his twin sisters. Yes, yes. And he is quickly greeted by Succubus Rukia. Which they will explain further in detail. Yeah. A little bit of a different take <laughs> on Succubus before we get there. I need to point out how disappointed I am that her name for this was not Spookia. Oh, <laughs> damn. That what a really pun. Good. That would have been really good. I'm so sad. So Ichigo continues on knowing he's in a dream. He's kind of, um. there's got to be a word for this setting where the main character thinks he's in a dream. He's lucid dreaming. It's not really a dream to the other characters, but, you know, a spoiler alert, it's a dream at the end. Um, we meet a cast of other a spooky Halloween characters, which noted, asterisk, the bounce music is playing when they're introduced. Yes, the minute you walk so, in the doors. Mm -hmm. And so here is what everybody is dressed as, but not dressed as, as Pythes, you know, said that he's so disappointed in. Uh, we have Dracula Ashida. And he drinks milk instead of blood because blood is the same color as Soul Reaper Spirit Ribbon. And he yep. would never do that. He would never drink that. I legit forgot Soul Ribbons were a thing. Yeah. Like the yep. especially the red one. Fucking OG yep. reference there. What a Nobody think about that anymore. 
Then we have Rangiku as a witch. And the only notable part about Rangiku as a witch is it's blonde-haired Rangiku. I know. I was like, she's mm-hmm. a blonde. Oh, my God. Yep. This they is a classic manga episode of Rangiku, but we had to go off kilter for that. I, I didn't think that's what you were going at all. The first thing they show of her is just a close-up of her tits. That is very <laughs> true, and I will admit her outfit is quite lovely. Good. All right, good. She, she has better Brave Souls looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was funny the whole time I was watching this episode. I was like, man, these are all like the fucking three star outfits. Yeah, like fucking each going game. These are the ones they throw at you for shits and giggles in Bleach Brave Souls. They're giving out like the the Momo and the Toshiro ones are on a banner right now. Ew. Uh, never would I ever. Never would I ever. I'd rather die. Yeah. So then we see Orihime, which is a great one because nobody knows what she is. I and he goes like, is she a pumpkin? And then he finally <laughs> finds something on. She's a pumpkin ghost. She combined the two. Gotta say, she looks. She's cute as fuck in that outfit. <laughs> I will agree with that. It's just a cute thing. I think Orihime and that was funny. Orihime's got yeah, funny bits. She's just cute. She's yeah. just there having a good time. She's just looking to, looking to be fun. So Rukia explains her succubus powers here at this point, and Ichigo kind of thinks she's been using on, using them on him since he yep, showed up, yep. and she immediately goes, "No, I save that for those that are noble and beautiful, like my brother." God I'm like, wow. Yep. All right. Yeah, sure. We went that route. Sure thing. We're just all over the place here. And then Renji, dressed what looks to be like a mummy, you would think is a mummy, is a pirate. I fucking He's love that. <laughs> I love that. He's like, no, yeah. I'm a pirate. I'm Com- just hurt. Completely covered in bandages. He explains that he was a very successful pirate back in the day when his arch enemy, Team Seaweed, uh, wounded Renji, taking him out, and now he's covered in bandages. So yep. he's, a, he's a wounded pirate. Then we see Wolfman Hitsugaya. Um, nothing really to say. He's a wolf man. Hits a guy. It is what it is. So all the monsters are meeting in a uh, monster town because they all have a group of monster hunters that have been showing up in the area and they're looking for a secret treasure. And the legendary treasure that they're looking for is called a snow crystal. And Ichigo immediately is like, oh, that's what I need to get out of here. Like, yep. I need that exact thing. And so he tries to dip out when nobody's looking. What a fucking guy. Caught immediately as Catwoman Momo appears. We get no explanation about her, by the way. She is there. And we find out soon after that the monster hunters are Ishin and Ryukin. The two respectful dads. And Ryukin claims that he is, quote, the last monster hunter. And Ishin is like, well, I mean, like, hey. like, What uh, are they supposed to be, though? Just old-timey kind of like. Like a, like like a, a hell Wizarder, Like, yeah, like that kind of era sort of monster hunter. Like almost swashbuckler yeah, monster yeah, hunter. I had no idea what the hell uh, mm-hmm. Ishin was. Yeah, they had some real weird outfits on. They were in their, like, Bloodborne cosplay. There you go. Yeah, That's exactly go. what it is. That's the exact time period. So everybody immediately gets ready to fight Ryukin, and then uh, Uryu, you know, immediately scores up his own dad. He's like, "Yeah, let's fucking do it." And they turn around to see Ichigo's just full on fucking gone, bro. He, that, that that's a Sam move. Yeah, he's just full on. Was like that crystal though, and just dipped. And he's like running, like I fucking tricked those bitches. And of course, you know, he runs right into his own dad as he's trying to get up to go to the snow crystal. And then we shortly see right after that, Ryukin shoots Uryu and Renji back towards where Ichigo and everybody else is now. It's now a shit show. Everybody's all together again, having a great time. You know who I noticed wasn't there? Go ahead. Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wait, what? What? That's fucked up. Yep. He had better things to do. He's now, day of, he, oh, he's Day of the Dead. Sorry. Okay. All right. Now, maybe we can work this out. I have a question at the end. Remind that. Bring that mm-hmm. up at the end, Jose. Okay. Oh, I missed a good little bit when Ryukin and Uryu are basically firing a bajillion arrows at each other. And Uryu's max is 1,200 at the time of the storyline. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. you probably think, his dad says this, he's like, you probably think the max I can shoot is 1,200 as well. Well, I can shoot 1,200 in one. <laughs> and then he shoots one arrow and gets saved by Renji. So 
Worth noting, good little bit there. So they're all together now, and Ryukin and Ishin begin to charge up like a huge attack, basically squashing them together. And Uru yells out, now as everybody except for Ichigo dodges out of the way. And I yeah. do not remember what this move is called, but we see the classic Uru kind of pentagon move. Pythes, test your knowledge. What is that move called? Uh, it's called the big dumb pentagon attack. <laughs> there you go. So he does the classic one with the five swords all over the place and traps them. And Renji wraps them all up in his bandages. Rangiku uses a uh, new magical sparkly little dust version of Heineko and shoots that off of her wand. Wolfman hits a guy goes Bonkai here, which we see his hand, I guess, turns into a wolf now it, instead of a dragon. It looked like yeah. such a sad little like, yeah. puppet. It looked horrible. And then Uryu does his last little drop like he does where he drops a little thing onto the sword. It explodes with everybody inside of it, of course. And we see Ichigo walk out wearing his hollow mask in his Frankenstein form. I thought and that was kind of cool. Yeah. He's yeah. still alive. He's kicking. He's like, man, if I didn't have this mask, I would have been fucked. But then we see Ryukin and Ishin totally okay. And they just have a little bit of a perm now. And everybody immediately runs to go yep. hide to where the snow crystal is. So inside the room with snow crystal, Ichigo opens up the chest and sees that it's empty. Ryukin and Ishin arrive that time. And he, they immediately are like, oh, looks like you have a thief in your mess. Like some mm -hmm. one of you stole it from the others. Ichigo does his classic fucking speech where he's like, you know, they may be monsters, but they're still my friends. They're I'm not going to let you hurt my friends. Uryu at that point stands up like, I'm willing to team up with you this time. And they both begin charging up their attacks. At this point, Ryukin and, and Ishin are like, nah, nah, never mind. And just fucking dip. And inside the chest comes out Succubus Rukia. And she says that she is the snow crystal. And explains a succubus is someone who shows you your dreams. And she says to Ichigo, anyways, this isn't your dream. And stabs Ichigo as he begins to transform into a monster. Komamura. He begins to transform into Komamura. And we see Komamura awaken, frightened in his bed, yelling like, be gone, beast. And he's like, oh, wait, that was me. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. He's like, that's my face. And then it, that's the end of the episode right there. So... A cute episode, a little bit of fun in there. Nice little Halloween special that happened there in episode 304, a sequel to another filler episode. Mm -hmm. um, there is an extra bit, in, which is fitting. The illustrated guide to Soul Reapers happens the whole time. And it's just Uryu and Ichigo like, kind of pulling traps on each other, trying to. Yeah, just, just messing around. And they explain that they're doing specials for the 10th anniversary of the Bleach anime, which is cool. Pythes. Now, what what problems did you have with that episode? I thought it was kind of boring. I mean, okay. Now, I will put an asterisk on that. It was a filler episode. So. I think they did the best with what they could, and I think they made an enjoyable little Halloween special. I think if everybody was at a Halloween party at Kisuke's house and they were playing pranks, <laughs> that would have been better. That would have been hilarious. I mean, we could ride the what-if bus all the way to the next town, all right? But we got what we got. I think they did an okay job. I will say the humor was pretty good in this episode. I laughed out loud a mm -hmm. couple times. And no, for yeah. real, I think I wrote down in my notes, I did not fucking see that ending coming. <laughs> I don't think any of us so, did. Got so here's me. a question, and this this is what you reminded me of, Jose. So Chad is not there. Did Chad ever meet Komamura? Does that follow sort of canon timeline, like where like maybe he, Chad wasn't in the dream because he, he never met up with Komamura? I don't, I don't think, think he, he ever, ever did. Nope. But did he meet Orihime, Uryu, Renji? Did he meet all them? He would have known who Orihime was because she got because she got kidnapped by Aizen. Uh, obviously, he knows who Ichigo is. And it's not out of the ballpark to say my Yuri was like, hey, by the way, there was a Quincy here in Soul Society. But Chad, I don't know. Yeah. So maybe yeah, Chad kind of falls make in the cracks. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Because it is true, you would think Mary would hopefully have passed that information along and be like, hey, just a quick little heads up. Kind of got fucked and, you know, dunked on when I first met right, this Quincy. Quincy. Just a quick heads up. So maybe, potentially, that he could have shared that information, although Mary doesn't seem like he's one to share.
Although I can I can also go for like a a crazy canon thing over here. Remember when I made fun of the shot of Komamura reacting to Ichigo returning because it was all of Ichigo's friends and also Komamura. Komamura is dreaming about Ichigo. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm yeah, just saying. He's, he's dreaming of him being Ichigo. That's what he wants to be. Koma Dude, he wants to be a human so bad. No game respects game. He knows Ichigo's the best. I now here's a follow up question. Do we ever get a Christmas episode in Bleach? I don't, I don't think, think we, we get do. a Christmas one in Bleach. I don't think so. I know about every holiday you could ever think of is covered episode. in Bleach Brave Souls. Bleach Brave Souls has literally every single fucking holiday, even holidays from the Espada side of things. Oh yeah, I forget yeah. they have them. That's the one. I that's the one I wrote down. I had a pick of Halloween episodes, and I chose Wake Mundo, and nice. it was still horrible. Yeah, it's there's some interesting stuff. We get to see a certain best boy, but you know. We'll get there. All right. All right. That's the Halloween special from the anime. Um, I have one more tidbit to go over for uh, a little bit of a Halloween special. You want me to do it now? You want me to do the tail end? Yeah, go for it. All right. So I just wrote down a quick little synopsis of what we know about hell in the Bleach universe. Okay. So obviously, a lot of this is going to come from the, the hell chapter that happened at the very end. So if you don't want some spoilers for that, just a quick heads up. No breaths from hell. Yeah, whatever the fuck it's called. And some of this is also from very early on where he fought Shrieker, I believe. was Oh, the damn, like the first season. The, the OG first time we saw the Gates of Hell. Fuck Shrieker. So quick summary. And some of this is very interesting. Some of this is um like very odd terminology, which we'll see if Kubo follows through on or not. But it's very specific rules for Hell. So Hell and Bleach, obviously, you know, it's Hell. All right. Mm -hmm. So it's four souls with significant like offenses during when they were human. So you can if you do a lot of fucked up things when you're human, which is what happened with Streaker. You remember yeah. he was a serial killer. You can either you go to hell or you could potentially evade going to hell by going to Wekomundo. So if you can make it to Wekomundo before getting fucked up, you're you're Gucci. You're chilling. You specifically have to become a hollow first. Shinigami, obviously the Zanpakuto. Um, it can only cleanse souls from the sins they acquired as hollows. Yep. So it oh, will so not, not as a, a shitty person. Yes, it will not redeem you as a shitty person. So Damn. in Shrieker's thing, let's say now, and maybe here's a good question. I still don't think it would work, but Shrieker, horrible person when he's alive, dies, becomes an okayish hollow. He's still fucked. He's still going to hell. Yeah, he's kind of fucked anyways. Yeah. There, there, there's no redemption that we know of that would be able to, like, in the afterlife, you redeem yourself and you get to go to Soul Society. You fucked up in the real world, you're done. So, speaking of, the Gates of Hell, which is what dragged down Shrieker, mm -hmm. it appears in the later, you know, whatever, the Hell chapter. And uh, they are gates, which basically... So, for Shrieker's purpose when he died i believe the energy literally came out from within his fucking head and some of this gate and they are held shut with like chains and skeletal big skeleton figures on top of them and on the inside at least the first appearance there were huge like large demon armed things yeah that basically came out and impales shrieker and pulls him back in and that's what we see similarly happen when ukatake reappears reappears for xyloparo later and once it pulls them back in the gate immediately disintegrates it's gone Never to be seen again and didn't traumatize Ichigo at all. So there are effects that happen in hell differently for whether you're in Rankar or Gote 13, which they discuss way later. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. when we see Xyloparo Grans come back, basically we see his hollow hole has moved to a completely different location and it changes his abilities. So Xyloparo's hollow hole transformed into a ring-like substance. Yeah, it was like behind him, right? Exactly, yes. And then he acquires powers, you know, like... 
he can control those chains that he has because he's the jailer of hell and he has a form of clairvoyance now where he can kind of see into the future Ooh. and things like that so who knows what that entails but it could mean you go to hell you, you know obviously you get new powers but how does it work is it based off anything is it based off a job you get can somebody grant those powers to you we don't know so interesting. interesting but it does completely transform you as with the hollow hole being behind him in a ring form now for Gote 13 captains which is what we learn with the funeral of ukutake which is your boy pythes basically they explain that the reyatsu rich bodies cannot assimilate back into soul society so 12 years after captain's death they are sent to hell via the konso reisai ceremony and then once in hell they undergo transformations as well i think the only one we really really know about is ukutake when we see his sword is fucking ginormous yeah so once again who knows what that means and i would also say if you recall back when Ishin was fighting uh, Grand Fisher, when he got the final blow on Grand Fisher, yeah. he explains how Zanpak Toes work. Actually, Grand Fisher is the one that explains how Zanpak Toes work. And he says that the size of your sword is based off your Reiatsu. Mm -hmm. So maybe in hell, they don't control that as much so anymore. So you're just because, swinging a giant yeah, skyscraper? Ishin said that captains control the size of their swords constantly. And yeah. that's how it's not the size of a skyscraper. So maybe in hell... That all goes to the wayside, and who the fuck knows? Furthermore, um, a couple of notes here as well for Reiatsu balance and how that works with Hell. So they talk about the disappearance of Aizen and Yuha's Reiatsu. Those two were holding the balance together because they were so large. But now since they're both gone after the end of oh, the Thousand fluctuation War, starts yes. to happen. So it created a big imbalance, which then leads to uh, basically Hell entities being allowed to breach into the human world and the imbalance manifests as something called Jigoku no Rinki and they're black blobs that appear in the human world society and at first they're fine they don't really fucking do anything but like when a Zanpakuto fucked them up they turn acidic and then beings from hell can you basically use portals to get up here which is what we see those other kind of evolved hollows looking like the ones yeah, that those ambushed crazy. everybody yeah. that looked really creepy they're called jigoku no gaki that's what these versions of the hollows are called and they are reyatsu -less. so that's how they were oh, able so to they couldn't yeah on the captains who are normally able to sense reyatsu and all that stuff and they have chains large rings as well like xyloparo and you know they're obviously stealthy as fuck be due to not having reyatsu so that's for the most part a little brief ish summary there's some more details to it here and there but those are the key points to what happens in hell what we know is down there in hell until we get more so interesting interesting note they don't touch on it much we get quite a bit of an explanation of hell when shrieker first appears yeah very very briefly and then we hear nothing about it until no, it goes arc. radio silent all yeah. the way up until now yeah so super interesting, something that people have always for a long time said that this is something that Kubo could definitely expand on. Hopefully he does. And I, I, I put mean, out a, a quick little short about it, but they just had their club be inside thing yeah. that was happening. And his editor brought it up and was like, hey, you know, like for the Hell Arc, when we released that, there was such a strong like feedback from the audience and everybody that. So he said this feedback was so strong and he was like, everybody loved it. And then everybody that was on the stream was like, yeah, yeah, it was awesome, it was awesome. No comment from Kubo about it though. But fingers crossed, I think I think there could be more stuff. And I think if they're bringing it up on an official live stream like that, I'm hoping they're kind of, they're teasing a little, a, little, a little morsel. Maybe he's been working on it and just been quiet about it. I would be cool if the hell arc for him turns into just kind of like a little side passion project. Yeah. But like, let's say he works on maybe Burn the Witch the most. And then 
I would be cool if he goes like almost berserk status where we get like a monthly release or even I think that'd be super cool. Even a jump giga sort of thing, which Black Clover is in right now. Yeah. Where it's one chapter every three months, but the chapter is fucking ginormous. It's like, like 90, what? Like ninety pages. Ninety pages? Mm-hmm. Damn. So that would be fucking cool if Damn. that was something that Kubo was doing. I know you haven't read Berserk. Do not wish the Berserk schedule on us. Guts got on a, <laughs> Guts got on a boat and he didn't leave that boat for seven years real time. Okay, now, but did he not leave the boat seven years because a chapter didn't come out in seven years? Or did he not leave the boat because they were doing something else? No, because he got on a boat and then we would get a chapter every other year that would still be on that goddamn boat. He eventually got off the boat and then the author died. See, now bet you wish he would have stayed on the boat, huh? No, I no, I wish he. I wish, but I'm so mad about that. Still, <laughs> we're gonna have to read Berserk on the channel one day. Yeah, yeah, I want to. I want Ooh, to. That'd be a fun read. Yeah. So I watched the old one and the three movies that they were gonna make a fucking like nine part series where it goes past the original anime, and then they never did it. Oh yeah, just you just watch the movies, and then you pick up where the manga left off. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. the movies went past the series. They went like fucking 10 minutes or something past that but it had additional scenes that set up the manga oh sick so if i'm gonna rewatch it just watch yeah, the movies then the movies redo the whole first series oh okay mm-hmm. cool yep uh, well here's the thing the movies are a flashback that start in like volume three and end in 14 so you need to watch the movies read the first three volumes and then skip to 14 yeah that's why I, and it's like it's so weird because i always thought one of the benefits of manga and stuff like that was with manga it's one storyline all the way through yeah. right like that is it you're getting that story boom it's not like batman superman whatever where it's like okay you like batman what comic should i get well there's 18 different versions of batman that there's you can detective pick from. comic yeah. there's batman superman all this extra stuff it's like you could but for this like hey i want to start bleach okay just read the bleach manga like that's it that's all you got to do but now with anime and stuff like that and now thousand blower also fucking contributes to this Ooh. where it's like man what you want to watch Ble- or you want to start bleach okay well so you got to read the bleach manga up to the end right where the uh full bring arc ends okay stop there we're gonna swap over to the anime at that point because the anime has expanded content you're gonna go ahead and read or watch all the anime and then when you're done with the anime you're gonna go ahead and you're gonna go ahead and read the novels yep. that continue on further you're getting three different types of media and then you have to point out that when you're done with the full bring arc Three of those novels are not officially translated yet, so you have to go find bullshit versions. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you think we'll ever get those translated? I know. I think we will. I think we will. Um, I would bet good money we get SFWI translated. Oh, yeah. I think that one would. <clears throat> Don't they already have that in, like, Bleach Brave Souls? Uh, I mean, yes. I mean, they also have Camp for Your Own World in there, but it's not like people are not reading the novels because you could just go do it in Bleach Brave Souls. I, t- I had to make you skip those chapters. <laughs> Dude, it was dog shit, honestly. I, any sort of adaptation that hits its way to Bleach Brave Souls is the worst way to enjoy that. You're not wrong. I would rather read the fucking novel than yeah, look at that. Oh, yeah, by, the, by the way, I have a new excuse to say my favorite line. So you're talking of you're talking about hell, right? Hey, maybe we'll learn a bit more about hell and can't fear your own world. <laughs> Damn it, dude! There you go. Every episode, I don't even try anymore. It just it just falls into my lap. And here's a little bit of, of Bleach trivia: the cartoon dog faces that were floating over Komamora's head, that's his signature when they were drawing pictures for uh, recruiting for Squad Seven. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Do you want to move on to your notes for the um, ever-exciting Bleach Brave Souls uh, story that we're about to get from you? The uh, the ever-exciting. 
<sighs> All right, here we go. I can hear it Let in your voice. Comfy. Let me get comfy really quick. All right. All right, get, oh. com- get comfy. Uh, Pat Rukia pumpkin on the head for me. All right, we're ready. Go. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I have a theory that I have been working on for fucking years. That at least in the Bleach Brave Souls canon, Aizen left Soul Society not for the Hogyoku. He did it because Yama wouldn't let him celebrate any holidays. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every single side story that has to deal with a holiday in Wakamundo is just on a wrong car walking on just some dumb bullshit going, what is this? And they're like, Lord Eisen said, we're doing this now. Just put the hat on. And that's the plot of this. It's a, uh, I did the one with Lily Nett and she's a trick or treater. She's dressed up like a wolf. Oh, the worst one by this dude. I picked one at random and I was seven deep in now. I'm not fucking leaving now. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Although the 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 text was hilarious because it says this begins one night in Wakamundo, and I was like, so so just a normal day in Wakamundo. They don't have daytime. Oh yeah, it's unless, always night unless they're in Eisen's palace. They weren't. So Lilynette is trick or treating, and she goes to the Trace Beasts, and they go, "I don't know what that is," and we also don't know who you are. Aren't you that guy that hangs out with Stark? What the fuck is Halloween? And then guess who the fuck shows up? It's the bestest boy. Grim Joe. He shows up later. It's gotta be Stark. He also shows oh, up wait, later. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Is it is it your boy, Rudebone? I fucking wish. <laughs> <laughs> it's the person who we have been getting torn up in the comments about. Oh, Charlotte? Charlotte, he shows up? Hell yeah. To the Trace Beastia say, fuck Halloween, you get no candy, go away. And then Charlotte shows up and goes, don't worry. I can make you some candy. They're like, no, fuck you. Go away. And then Charlotte says, oh, well, you know, this was Eisen's idea to celebrate. Uh, If you're the only people without candy, you look super dumb. And then he agrees to teach them all how to make candy. I can't read my own notes. (laughs) Such a long pause. I thought you were like, I'm done with this. Yeah, I thought you called it quits, too. I was like, well, all right, man, I'm I'm down. So So I just picture Eisen observing the world of the living and just being like, Damn, that looks like so much fun. I want that. Well, think about think about all the celebrations in Soul Society. You get New Year's and like you go drinking for someone's birthday. And then you cut to Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween all in a row. You get, you get 4th of July. That's just a Don't they have festivals like every other week in Japan? Well, I mean, listen, listen. Better yet, why did Aizen lose the Ichigo? Because he was lonely. 
Ah, uh-huh. there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It all ties back into the theory. If somebody had walked up to Eisen and put a Santa hat, Santa's hat on his head and said, Merry Christmas, Captain Eisen, all of Bleach could have been solved. He would have turned away from his evil ways. He ne- I, I want that to be canon. In the Bleach Boys cinematic universe, it is canon that if Eisen got a Santa's hat, there would be no series. So I'm going to skip through a bunch of this because, oh my God, I don't give a fuck. Do uh, it. Cut as much as you want, dog. Create you're a cut. Sam yawn. Okay, uh, so she go. Lilynette goes sniffing around in the fucking desert for no reason, and she finds a mountain of candy uh, that are left there by Loli and Minoli. And they go, this is just a trap so people don't get any of the candy that Aizen made. And then, and then Lilynette leaves. And then, she, oh yeah, no, she also finds Grimjow, who says, fuck off, and that's the entire conversation. Sounds about right. <laughs> okay. She goes, "Hey, can I have candy?" No, and then she leaves. Then she fi- then she finds Tosin and asks for candy, and then Wonderwise won't let her have any, so she leaves cuz he wants it all for himself. Yeah, Wonderwise, they say he- they say he's pure of heart. They lied. They run into Vampire Gin, who's the one that looks like Karia. Yep, Bound Gin. Bound is that really what you call him? Yes, that's canon. Uh, so Gin says, try taking this candy from me, and she doesn't even try. And he goes, don't worry, there's a special event. And then she drops a plushie that turns out to be Stark, turned into a wolf plush. That, let's see, uh, Shaolong tries to take her candy, and then Hallibel beats him up for her. Let's see, Xylopora's there, and, she, and he makes them bob for apples. Uh, Plushy Stark gets stolen by Yami's dog. That part was kind of funny. And then Yami picks up Plushy Stark and like yeets him into the desert where they meet Nell. And then Peshe and Donda Chaka make them candy and then they have to run away from Noitora. Let's see, where am I next? So Lilinette is now panicking in front of the background for the Iran car encyclopedia. And Aizen's just there and goes, Hey, you having a good Halloween? I'm shocked he wasn't in costume. Uh, then Gin and his art, like the art from his card, just appears on the screen and goes, I'll, I did this because I was following Aizen's orders to a T. He wanted a Halloween party with all the Iran car present. I made all of this up so you'd be there. And then they go to the desert and then they have a big party and that's the end. Beautiful summary. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I w- yeah, so as I was staying for everybody home, that's a little taste of some of the BBS stories. They suck dick. They, yeah, they're, they're pretty they, fucking bad. They're horrible. Well, Pythes likes the Christmas ones, right? There's a really good Christmas one. But holy fuck, this Halloween one was trash and I hated it. <laughs> and yep. it was made even worse because I wanted to be in theme and I have that Lilynette, Gin, and Grimjow, and they are not good. No, they're horrible they're, units. They're not good units. Lilynette is a good NAD unit, though. Lilynette's NAD, and then she has a spe- SA2 that heals her, so it's pretty good. I got done at, like, 10, 12. I started at, like, 9 o'clock. Damn, that's Holy long. shit. Yeah, those fucking sub-stories suck. It's just atrocious. I also hadn't leveled them up. Okay. Fuck. So that, that made it worse. That's the problem. That's the real problem. Not, BBS is one of those games where you have to play the strong units or it just takes too long. You're wasting time at yeah. that point. I hope all of you appreciate my shitty summary of this shitty event. <laughs> and I want to die. Please appreciate you see, his you sacrifice. He's so defeated. Once again, there are some good stories in BBS. And I was like, I can't wait to bring this good story to the masses and then i'm like, like what i'm like three sections in i'm like fucking kill me <laughs> uh, I, I like 
all of the spirit society, the cacao society, the machine society, they have like whole universes that are pretty interesting, actually. All right, uh, counterpoint. Uh, earmuffs for a second. Cover your ears for a second by these. Okay. There are zero good stories in Bleach <laughs> Brave Souls. None of them are worth enjoying at all. So just enjoy the costumes. Don't play any of the yeah, stuff. My favorite thing is Don't the artworks that come out of it. They're fucking atrocious. And it's just kind of like they're written by the, the nearest toddler they could find at the office. Can I uncover my ears yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uncover. Sam, I know that was a glowing review of the BBS stories. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Nothing but amazing um, things coming out of his mouth. That's how we do here at Bleach Boys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I mean, that's all the Bleach Halloween content you're getting at that point. Um, I did want to touch a little bit. We or I touched on the club inside, be outside. I don't know what the fuck they're called. The be interview. inside now. Um, the live stream they had where they were going to announce some Bleach stuff. And they were going to announce mostly Burn the Witch information. Um, we did get a release date on Burn the Witch, and I believe it is at the end of December is when we're going to get that drop. or the 30th. There you go. Uh, so at the very tail end, which is pretty cool to think that in this year we get both Bleach and Burn the Witch then. I know. I'm so, really I'm happy for it. Very, you know? very cool. Kubo's cooking with some fire. In terms of Bleach news, quite literally, I think they just announced the merch. And that's it. We got nothing else outside of that, which is fine because Bleach literally just ended. So, and they already showed us the, you know, the teaser yeah. for season three. So, what else were they supposed to do? A uh, couple of other things I heard as well is that they are done with the pre-production for season three already. So it is damn. Being they're worked, moving fast. It is being worked on actively right now, so that's good. Just still no for sure release date. There was a push online I saw trending the other day of people. Um, vocalizing that they want them to take extra time yeah, for Bleach. For sure. Just mm -hmm. to kind of, kind of give them – because it, we talked about it before. Season two, if you didn't know behind the scenes, there were a few production issues that kind of caused certain scenes uh, to be animated not as well, to be pushed back. Uh, I think I would say that's the reason why we got the ending we did was probably production issues. So – there's a push online, which is a respectable push, to go ahead and give, you know, like, hey, take as much time as you need. Because yeah. I think I would imagine they want to release Bleach every year. I would assume that is what they want to do. They want to do July, 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 July. Even if they pushed it back a couple of months, you know what? I'm okay with that. I would rather have a really good product that, you know, like love and care into it than just something rushed. And I think that's what most people are saying. Um, they do want that kind of quality put into it. I don't know what kind of leeway time they need. I don't know how much even a few months would help with that. It would be cool. It would suck having to wait extra for Bleach. That would suck. But I think for future purposes, for prosperity, it would be better if they took a break. Uh, what was it that uh, Shigeru Miyamoto said? A bad game can't be fixed. It's like a rushed game can't be fixed, but uh, something that takes their time can be made great. I butchered that quote, by the way. And I don't know really how you fix it. Be I don't know. It's it's a tough topic to discuss on because uh, there's very famously in Japan, animators get worked to the bone. Yeah. Um, they just had something that got leaked internally from MAPPA, which is a studio I personally love. But they were all forced to sign NDAs. 
where no they, way. they couldn't talk about what it was like working there. And a couple of them have spoken out against it and said that they're under like brutal conditions, like to get a lot of this stuff done. Dude, I believe it. I mean, did you, you know, they, they cut that scene from Chainsaw Man where Dingy's talking about like paid overtime. They probably couldn't relate, so they just cut it out. Yeah. I have looked up the Miyamoto quote so I don't fuck it up. And he said, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. That is perfect way to describe the anime industry and it's something that we talked about before with classic boruto bleach when we're talking about the bleach kai should they go back and totally redo bleach um it's hard to recommend that nowadays because it is so bogged down with that kind of stuff where for bleach thousand blood war hopefully it does not fall the same thing uh, so someone left a really good comment i wish I, I i could remember who wrote it i'm so sorry i meant to respond to you it was uh oh it was you the almighty in the comments um <laughs> He was talking about how on season two, it just felt really rushed and like everything was very fast paced, which is, you know, they're spending so much time getting to the back end. And I meant to respond. So this is my response to you, Yuha. It almost comes off now and you guys can disagree with me. It comes off now as almost this is like the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood of Bleach Out Zero Blood War. Where they expect you to have already known the, know first the source half. material, the, so they're the gonna first rush half, it. right? Because the first half, as we talked about before, when does it start decreasing in quality? When do we start seeing the Kubo jumping all over the place? Yeah. And it's after this, after this fight with Ichibe. So this almost to me is like their version of like that Fullmetal Alchemist brother. Because you remember the first up uh, spoiler alert for Fullmetal Alchemist. Okay, just so nobody if gets you pissed haven't off. seen it somehow. When Hughes dies in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Fuck it's fast. Me. It is very fast. You you get like no connection time with Hughes in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because I've only ever watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still sad because I'm a sucker. Full Metal Alchemist, I know before Hughes died in the original one, I think it was like 17 episodes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was around episode 20 or so. Yeah, and this one is episode five, and it's Yo. like boom, like they get you right to the story point. That is what this feels like to me, except they're rushing to the point where they're going to expand the content, which is kind of a inverse situation where they're moving so fast to get to the point where Kubo had to cut a whole bunch of stuff. So they have all that extra time in here. Hughes's death did not hit very hard in Brotherhood, I got to say. Yeah. 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 yeah it, because it definitely it was, hit so much it was harder. so fast. Yeah. And because I had that previous knowledge yeah. and I've seen all of the original Fullmetal Alchemist, I still fucking cried. So that's why I think a lot of people watching Thousand Year Blood or Core 1 and Core 2, they're biased towards the first two seasons because they obviously, we've read the manga. Mm-hmm. So we're like, yeah, like fucking awesome. Like, you know, we've been waiting to see this for years. We totally get it. Where if I think with no recollection, if you were to watch Bleach Thousand Year Blood season one, season two, it'd probably be less for you because like, man, that felt really fast. Like we talked about before, even us watching was like, that was fast. Like they're like hauling ass. It was one fight per episode. And I think you would not have the emotional connection to a lot of the stuff going into the series just by how rapid fast it's moving. Also, let's be honest. A lot of the stuff that was happening was happening to characters that are not well loved. I'll say, but I like Komamura. Did you guys give a fuck about his fight with Bambi? Nope, not in the manga. I remember reading it and being like, all right, well, this is cool. Even in the anime, looking back now, that fight was quick. You think about it, that fight was really, really I thought we would get a two-parter for that one. A lot of the the scenes that I remember emotionally connecting in the anime for the Kumamura fight are the ones that happen after the fight's done. Like, those are the emotional scenes that connect me. Like, with him walking towards Yuha with the fucking Bonkai still active, where we see that shot of Yuha sitting there looking at the Bonkai. 
That was fucking cool. When he turns into the wolf walking with Eva, that was fucking cool. The Bambi fight was over in a flash. And Bambi is one of those popular fucking characters. And it's yeah. like, she's she gone. She got she got wrecked. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We got to see her blow up Shinji, and that's... <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, and that a couple of other people, but that's about it. Shinji's talking so much shit, and then he just explodes. I do like watching it, like, the clips in slow motion, and you see yeah. his face react, too. Yeah, <laughs> really good. Uh, that they animated that part amazingly. That's really well. So well, I almost feel like I don't know. Maybe you guys can weigh in a little bit. I think with the Thousand Year Blood War adaptation we're getting now, it's been good. I think for all, it's a net positive. But I think they're adapting it in a way where people are still going to be like, after it's done, they're be like, man, I wish they had this in there. Like, man, I wish they would have put this in there. And it's almost like it's not the definitive edition now which is what we're talking about with the manga and the anime being different i i'm gonna withhold my judgment i'm saying let kubo cook because the 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 fomel aquas brotherhood example you gave is actually a really good way to put it because i think we're gonna get a bunch of new crazy bullshit from now on so until i have seen the other two cores i'll just say yeah these were okay but i don't know what's gonna come next that's fair i would argue the first core was done really well I just don't know what they were doing. I feel like they really sacrificed on the second core. Disagree. I still liked it, but, you know, I just like all the fights. The first core was so fucking good. So, so good. Where I think I would put all of my favorite episodes probably from core one. Um, and core two, I would put all of them behind core one. Can we get a petition to just insert Charlotte in every shot of season one of Bleach? Just in the background. <laughs> just in the background. Make it even better. He, yeah. He's just hiding. Charlotte Cam, just pop over real quick and like, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. In frame, we're just going to show your elbow. Let's see if the real fans know. Yeah. No, uh, Charlotte is uh, Don Kenoji's backup dancer. <laughs> oh, my God. Perfect. Perfect. Which makes Charlotte somehow related to the Shion clan, as we learned, with Don Kenoji. Yep. You know, <laughs> the true that? god. <laughs> I don't remember. Jeez, he's also the true Soul King. Remember? Yeah, no, that was Chad. Oh, yeah. Chad was the true Soul King he, later on. He's the true Soul King and the Spiral King. Yep, <laughs> he becomes part of the Gurren Lagon world. Sam, can you find that comment? Because that comment was so good. Yeah. Are you gonna read the whole give thing? Me a second. Please give me do. a second. We had the best comment on Instagram. Let me pull it up and really quick. Hold on. Here's the comment. So this was from Chillzar on Instagram fucking 10 out of 10 hilarious comment and this was i forget what even the fucking video was about it was like favorite fight or something like that oh maybe it was on the short where i was talking about the hell arc being uh mentioned in yeah the yeah, yeah, yeah so he goes karya is confirmed in hell arc see <laughs> after yuha killed squad zero which is confirmed to be canon in source material they got brought back by their names being spoken and since karya is an immortal vampire he will also be resurrected because gurren Logan is in the same universe and simon was yelling kamina but he's still a little kid so it came out as karya <laughs> so it will bring him back and after this he feeds on all the reishi in the wandenreich he still gains spiral powers and challenges ron tao but she teamed up with miuri to create an army of zombie bounce so in order to combat them, he feel he feels Uryu his blood, oh feeds Uryu his blood to make Uryu the anti- antithesis from drinking Yuha blood and vampire from drinking Karya blood. He also recruited the true Chad. Chad and the three of them fight against injustice and evil. Unfortunately, through a trial of ups and downs and a ye- yes, a few deaths, Chad ends up becoming the Soul King and the Spiral King. I love the ending right there. I was like, damn, dude. Someone in the comments was like, wait, Gurren Logan's a part of Bleach? Yeah, Kubo was cooking and he really mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> like, he gave Trigger the idea yeah, for Gurren Logan. So funny. It's like I, mean, I think Kubo mentioned it somewhere that it was in there. I was like, dude hilarious 
Yeah, so Naruto actually gets his power from the Spiral King as well. Mm. You know, the Rasengan. The Spiral King actually powers all three of the big three. So exactly. It sends it all the way through the universes. So they're all connected. I will say the only way for Kari to come back is if he's freed by the ultimate character, Phil Erman. <laughs> Phil Erman. <laughs> the perfect character. The <laughs> ultimate creation. Hey, is, is Phil Erman still alive, you know, after the Blood War? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't around for Grimmy's meteorite? Uh, no, he saw the meteorite and he ran away and then he took a nap under a tree for the rest of it. Smart, smart man. Uh, smart nice, man. nice, nice. You can't go wrong with that. He's trying to find the old man that's a, that has a fish. That's my favorite balance. <laughs> the okay. old man with the got fish. It. I forgot man, about him. I was like, what fairy tale are we going here <laughs> to? Like, uh, the old man with the fish. Got it. Got it. Thank you. I, re- I remember that fight because they had to reuse the animation of Mayuri regrowing his arm. It was a good fight, though. Good bounce. J- I just... Why well, I wasn't paying attention when that arc came out, right? Because I'm like laying on my bed playing Pokemon Ruby. Then I look up and my Yuri's fighting an old man riding a fish. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yep. Yeah. Like, what am I watching, man? What am I looking at? Why is it like this? The perfect creation. From Kubo, he only he only designed Karya, okay? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Car- Someone else already did. Karya at least looks cool. Yeah, because Kubo designed it. Yeah, you can really tell that's the only one Kubo gave a fuck about. <laughs> he was the only one cooking. Was he really cooking? Because Kubo was like big coat, spiky hair, red eyes, done. Make his tie a weird cross. All right, we're good. <laughs> red Sometimes eyes. Don't forget the that. simplest designs are the best, Pythes. They don't always have to be all ape shit. I agree. I agree. I think Kari is cool. I'm just saying, I don't think Kubo gave a fuck. All right. Anything else you guys want to touch on? This episode sucked ass and I'm mad. <laughs> He's like, I've wasted a whole half hour. Well, happy Halloween, everybody. So hope you guys are all enjoying it. I hope. You know what? Listen, I'm going to say it. Outbleach comes back as soon as possible. All Same. Right? <laughs> I miss it. I need it. Fuck it. Yo, the grandstanding I was doing earlier was just for show. I hope it comes back right away. That's just us caring about the... Uh, hey. Work them animators. to the bones. Fuck them. I don't care about the animators. Work them to the bone. So get that shit out in January. If Send you, it through. If they need to fly me to Japan to beat them with sticks to make them work faster, I'll do it. Well, damn, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and Holy I'll be right shit. behind Pythes beating him with a stick. So it'll be perfect. Yeah. We'll have a uh, human centipede of beating. Oh, my goodness. Those poor animators. Jose, you hit Sam, so he'll hit me harder, and then I will hit Jim. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end up getting mad and just start beating each other. It's going to be yeah. a, a triangle of us smacking each other. We will have accomplished other. nothing, and now we're all standing in the Puro offices beating each other with a stick. And, and they're just laughing at us. They're like, yeah, these guys just flew in and yeah. started beating each other for, uh, for our entertainment. Will, and then they will be so inspired by the epic brawl that they'll make all the fights even better. <laughs> oh yes. my god they're good you know yeah. what we're gonna be the models for the, the next couple of fights perfect. we'll finally get a good three-way fight in the bleach that's not <laughs> in the filler arcs because we got biakia and ichigo for yeah, yeah of course yeah. there's gonna be like a random episode just in the middle of the season they're like yeah these weird like there's an iran car and a quince and a soul reaper just fighting for no reason and then it just goes back to normal content we don't know what that's about and we'll be just, and we'll say yeah, well, we know what <laughs> it's just let's see here this this is how it's going to go. It's going to be asking, be like, what the fuck is going on over there? I just want to be like in the big where they're showing a big one. Well, we can't do it anymore because I was going to say, I want to be in the crowd of the Quincy's where they do like the panning shot. And there's three of us just fighting in fighting, <laughs> but they're all dead. Yeah. Yeah. So that's out the window. No, they're, Maybe they're, we can be the soul reapers just fighting. It'll be like we're in squad 11 and we're just yeah. arguing about who gets to kill that guy next. No, we're the jobbers that tried to jump Sinjumara and we survived and we're all just fighting each other in the background. 
<laughs> we need to if there's a old Star Wars comic about these two guys who were like right next to every major event that happens in Star Wars. I know which one you're talking and about. They they like are there, but it's like they're always kind of asking just arguing with each other, yep. doing stupid shit. That's what we need to be in the Bleach universe. Isn't that the plot of Lion King one and a half? Haven't seen it. Yep. Haven't seen it. Yeah, you're you're hundred percent right. Like how it's Timon and Pumbaa are everywhere. They're just in the background. <laughs> okay. Literally everything's okay. happening. They're like, what's going on up there? The, like the best shot is Scar is doing his song and the hyenas are walking past like Nazis and Timon and Pumbaa are just like, what the fuck is this? Okay. Yeah, we need that. We need that in the Bleach universe. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you guys have a good one. This episode should be coming out on Halloween, I believe. That means that a certain one of us will no longer be single. Yeah, one of us will be officially locked down is what that will mean. This is true. I'm gonna so need congratulations to... early to Jose. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to need you to walk in with a ball and chain around your leg next podcast. <laughs> Oh my god. Which Grim Joe Grim, wears for yeah, Halloween say, costume? I could do a Grim Joe Halloween mm-hmm. costume. You, you get like you find like a youth prison jumpsuit, you splatter some purple paint on it. That's all you got to do. All right, we will see you guys next week for some more Bleach Boys. We hope you guys have a good holiday. If you guys are carving any bleach themed pumpkins or dressing up as bleach characters, send them to us. Instagram, Twitter, I'll repost some of them if you tag us in them. So yes. send them over here at the Weebs Guild on all of those things. And we hope you guys like the special. If you've not seen the Halloween episode, mixed reviews from the boys here. If you are thinking of more Bleach content for Halloween, don't do BBS. All right? That's just <laughs> going to be the hard line. It's going to be sad. Just, you know, do your best attempt at drawing the characters in a costume. Do it. There you go. All right. A drawing challenge from Jose. We'll see you guys next time. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. Happy Halloween. Bye, everybody.